you seem like a guy who's, I don't know, relaxed, centered, like you know who you are. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a lot of free time now. For a while, we're going to yep. start something else up, but I'm going to have some downtime. And I honestly, I'm not even kidding. I, I don't really know what to do with downtime. Yes, I, don't I know get that sense from you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really, tell me, yeah. I do. I mean, I remember doing your live show in Vancouver after, yeah. and I remember being with you backstage, and we were just like, what is happening right now? Uh -huh. Like, what? Do, why are you doing this? I, demand, <laughs> I demanded that, that I had all the time to, like, take some time off before we started the next thing. And I'm like, no, yeah, we're exactly. doing more. Our show exactly. all across the country. Live and I, I think in theaters, I needed, yeah. I needed to be medicated, but it was still a lot of fun. No, it was a pleasure to play a part in your therapy in some small <laughs> way. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, you do have time on your hands. I would suggest uh, this is going to be hilariously on brand. Try smoking a lot of weed for a long time. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, try it. You seem like someone who doesn't smoke a lot of weed to me. Uh, I don't smoke any weed, and that's yeah. not a judgment. No. I, I am kind of... Uh, uh, you like I, being I, lucid. I, I enjoy my lucidity. Yeah. Uh, Never and... a sentence I've even thought in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I, I'm not... I am not... Well, Andy, you, you've known me a long time. I've... I, it's not that I have any problem with people uh, smoking pot. I think it's actually, you yeah. know, uh, uh, seems to be a fine herb. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I enjoy. If there's ever a sign you didn't smoke weed, it's that you just called it a fine. It's herb. It's a fine herb, as I'm told. But the couple of times I've tried it, like it didn't, it, it, nothing really happened. Really? And, well, yeah. And then I, I think it metabolizes and becomes more orange pompadour. Uh, but you. <laughs> But I know that you own a weed company, so you might actually have, you might be able to tell me, maybe I was smoking the wrong stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know, what would you, you know me, what yeah. would you want me smoking? This is how lame I am. For a second, I thought, he brought a birthday candle? <laughs>
Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy. It's not your style. You look so good that you'd be glad you decided to smile. Pick out the pleasant outlook. Stick out that noble chin. Wipe off that full of doubt look. Slap on a happy grin. And spread sunshine all over the place. Put on a happy face. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We are back again. Another week. And we are doing it. Welcome to Pothica Infused. I am yours truly, Marissa Kay. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, uh, again, we're back. We are talking about the cannabis culture in this episode. And let me tell you, it was a road to get to this episode. I am telling you. I have been taken completely off of my regimen of doing things. Um, things have intensified in regards to Pothica um, with me meeting people and some wonderful things in the works. So, you know, that has me moving a thousand miles a minute. And my job, because don't forget, people. I'm a debt collector by day. Don't laugh. Don't judge me. And don't send hate mail. Listen, we're here to help you. Help you to resolve your debts. But listen, anytime you guys want to talk about bill collector life, I mean, I'm down for it. I'm quite sure at some point in time, we'll get there. We'll get there, whether it's when I begin to do lives and talk to people and maybe it'll come up. But, oh, let me tell you, we had some issues, uh, just some basic uh, computer issues. I can't dive into details, but it caused me to have to go back to the office this week. And things have been crazy. Um, I'm completely taken off of my regimen. So let me tell you, I was multitasking like a mofo to pull this show off, to be able to really dive in and still look and research some of the things that I want to talk about in the show, you know, so that I could give you guys a great experience, you know, the cannabis culture. Let me tell you, I'm so happy to be in this culture because you know there's a lot of things that one could be doing you know and cannabis culture really stands alone even if you don't smoke weed maybe your husband does or your boyfriend or your girlfriend maybe your mom does and you don't you know you know somebody that smoke weed stop playing ain't no way even if you don't smoke weed, you know people that smoke. And if you know people that smoke, you may not smoke weed. But you know that your smoking friends is your coolest friends. We are definitely not your alcoholic friends. We are definitely not pill friends. 
uh, overzealous friends. We are just like the chill. All we want to do is laugh and eat. It's just, you know, your stoner friend or your friend that enjoys partaking in cannabis, you know, as we call flower nowadays. Bring. <laughs> um, you know, they're just the coolest laid back people. You're like, yo, I can't do it. You know, I'm not going to be able to make it. They're like, cool. Next time, you know, YOLO. Yeah, we don't ever take shit too serious. Usually, you cannabis people, I told you, usually, typically, if it's just cannabis and you run into somebody that's on an extreme end, again, I'll show you somebody with an underlying condition and it ain't cannabis addiction. It would be addiction to anything, you know. But I tell you, that was Conan and Seth. And they was over there uh, talking weed. Now, I suggest that everybody smoke more weed, too. You know, some of you are extremely uptight. There's a lot going on in the world right now. There's a lot of information to take in. There's an abundance of information. I mean, goodness gracious, the more that I have to dive into researching cannabis and really dive in the more that I'm realizing how much just in every subject matter there's overwhelming information because I mean if I never had ADD before that shit is kicking in big time right now it's very hard for me to concentrate on this cannabis subject because I'd be like squirrel I mean there is just all types of interesting shit going on in the world right now so there is an overabundance of information and overstimulation. That's in my personal opinion. And some of you could really use a dose of fuck it in your life. I'm, listen, I'm just saying. I mean, I know from my non-weed smokers, but I'm just saying the cannabis community is where it's at. And maybe it's time. That some of you relax and and gain a better understanding of the cannabis culture because again 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 as I say it is definitely not your guy on the couch eating funyuns scratching his ass definitely not definitely not your cannabis community are your lawyers your doctors your teacher your dentist some of y'all's preachers. Come on now. Hello. But I mean, for real, don't get it messed up. People is people. So uh, excuse me if anybody was, is offended, but I'm quite sure <laughs> that is the case somewhere. But seriously, I mean, they're the people that you look up to. They're your philosophers, your physicists, your athletes. This is the cannabis culture. The cannabis culture is no longer what it was in the past. Reefer madness. The stoner stigma. Come on, no. This is luxury. And I had to, I'm not even going to lie. When he mentioned the word lucidity, I was like, lucidity? What is that? Alexa. Give me the meaning of lucidity. So I'm like, clarity of expression. Well, I'm like, well, it depends. 
if it's an indica or sativa. It depends on if it's a lemony, myrcene, pinene, or linenol. Uh, it depends on what the terpene profile is. If I have clarity of expression, I think I have more clarity of expression. Um, partaking in cannabis, the flower, you know, but this is definitely a different kind of culture. This is a culture of individuals, scientists, growers, people that have figured out the genetic profiles of this plant and have created and modified strains we can now identify the terpene profile of what cannabis type of cannabis plant that you're smoking so that you know what kind of effects it's going to have. You know, they're creating strains right now. Oh, my goodness. Listen, anybody, if you know where to find it, let me know the Red Bull strain. Oh, I got to find it. Supposed to smell like Red Bull. That's genius. Shut the hell up. You made a damn weed plant that smell like Red Bull. I, I, I mean, I'm flabbergasted. You know, I mean, I'm going to pull that, you know, that word out of the past. And I'm going to use it in 2023 because there's a lot of I'm flabbergasted going on. And this is one of them. Your weed is tested now. You know exactly the percentage of it. We know now that we can cut it with CBD and lessen the trippy, you know, that paranoia effect in it a little bit. Cut that out a bit, you know, so you get just that body high and remove some of the psychoactive effects of it. But you still get those strong, full spectrum effects that you took in. I mean, listen, we are learning Weed is becoming a luxury where you carry little weed trinkets on your on your necklace and, and your jewelry. And they got vape pens that do all kinds of cool shit. I mean, they're pretty, they're sleek, they're fashionable. I mean, you can pick from diamond dust, you can pick from sand, dab, shatter. I'm, listen, it's your world. I'm just a nut. I'm just saying, you know, times are changing. Times are changing. And cannabis has definitely created a whole new culture that I believe that we are, we are just at the tip. We haven't even begun. This is just the beginning phases of it. But I believe as time goes on, as the generation underneath of mines gets older, where uh, cannabis, the stigma, you know, as they get older, the stigma will be removed. And will not be looked upon as it is right now. So, I mean, everything is chess, not checkers. That's At least that's how I look at things. I look at things in long term. So, wherever I am at right now in my business, 
it doesn't matter because I intend for this to be long term. I intend to create something with the concrete foundation for me to be able to leave my children so that they can't say I ain't leave them shit. <laughs> so all of this hard work is for them so that that way they can, you know, retire doing something, you know, get older and do something, you know, fun, easy, because we're professionals at it and we know what we're doing. We're just growing and going, you know, going with the flow, going with the ebbs and flows of everything. Retire, cooking food and infusing. And with my family looking over me and me looking over them. Oh, that's a beautiful existence, you know, and I'm very much looking forward to it and very much creating that path. And I feel like in me creating this path, others will see this path and they will want to create it for their families. You know, cannabis and this green rush, as they call it, has created these type of opportunities for us to do better and create some type of additional income for our families. You know, there's a lot of growth from where I'm at right now and from where I intend to be. And I feel like that same growth is just happening uh, in a whole across the entire cannabis culture. And you, you know what's the beautiful thing about cannabis? Um, when I went into this, I was just looking at all the different age brackets and all the, the uh, breakdowns. And in most situations, when you are pushing a product, marketing a product, you'll have to pick a lane. You need to know your niche market. You need to know your demographics. You need to know who you're selling to, why you're selling to them, and you need to drive that particular thing. That's how marketing works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know just a little bit, y'all, but I'm just saying. But in typically, that is the situation. You understanding your demographic, your age, who you're marketing to, who you're targeting. The, the, the complex, the complexity of this plant moves even into the age and demographics because there is none. I mean, other than the fact of underage, but as long as like 21 and up and up, and up and up and up and up. <laughs> so it's really kind of hard to put um, demographic or target. However, I do see um, in 25, that 21 to 31, you I call them your bong rippers. You know, I can't rip a bong. Even to this day, I can't rip a bong. Um, However, I will say with some of the new product that's out here, I have noticed that even though it's a strong potency, it's not as harsh, super smooth. Homegirl of mine's, I mean, she rolls up some stuff. She puts some shatter, some sugar, some dust, some sand, some concentrate. She cutting this up. I mean, she's doing a whole damn arts and crafts project over there. She got the scissors, the tape, the roll, the blunt. This, I said, you put three different papers. She's dipping shit and licking shit. I said, oh, my God. But when you smoke it, you would think with everything that she put in it, you would 
think that when you smoked it that you would have barked up a lung didn't happen. I mean, a couple good coughs, but not, you know, not what you thought. And before you know, you know, this is, this is delicious. You smack it. That's why you spoke. <laughs> but you are. And before you know it's done and you're smacked. <laughs> and you didn't see it coming. So I will say with some of the new product that's out there, I would definitely try to do a bong rip with that and see what I get. But typically, I'm leaving my lung on the table, you know. So then you get your, you know, you that you got your 21 to your 31, and then you got your 31 to your 41 to your 51. Like in that area too, is to me it seems like it's a lot of blunt smokers, joint smokers, your toters. Then it seems like once you get older than that, edibles. You like edibles. They be liking the vapes and stuff like that. But vapes is universal. But I mean, like, it's so hard to target. I mean, it is a true bust-out moment in the cannabis industry. And, and it's exciting. It really is. It really is. And I have some exciting things coming up. Pothecus Playhouse. I'll tell you what else I have coming up too, but we'll do that after the recipe portion. However, I do want to talk about Pothecus Playhouse. So I'm going to have this playhouse. It's going to be at this wonderful urban gallery, King's Gallery. This is from uh, Ready 8 Gang. Uh, my boy Ready uh, owns this establishment and I am going to begin to do my Pothica Playhouse event, introducing my V123 menu, where you can infuse and intensify whatever you're eating on your own and have some ways for people who don't partake in cannabis to still eat the food because it's delicious without cannabis. Don't forget, I make this for my family and they don't do cannabis. Not even my my 21-year-old. He's straight lace. I mean, he helps me, you know, when it comes down to the sous chef things, uh, prep stuff. He helps me, but he doesn't even partake. And he wears gloves. So (laughs) he makes sure he wears gloves, even if his hands are clean. So like I said, I wanted to introduce the V123 menu because eventually... Pothica Infused will be a restaurant, okay? And we want everyone to be included because, like I said, you may not be a toner, you may not do cannabis, but you know you fucking love us. You know, even if I don't do cannabis, I love the cannabis community. I can't front on them. They're great people. They're funny people. They love food. They love comedy. They like talking about aliens and and conspiracy theories. <laughs> it just is what it is. You know, it's still 2023 and you can sit with a stoner and have a great conversation about what is the real baseline of the story of the movie Matrix. 
You can still have that conversation today. So, I mean, like, you got to love that shit. You know, you got to love people that just got a little bit of fuck it. You know, what would it be? We know high strung and anxiety written, and that's a wonderful thing. You know, that is definitely, definitely a wonderful thing. So, it is another week. And what do we do at this point in time of the show? We do the recipe portion of the show. And let me tell you, I'm saving this recipe. We are just going to jump into it because I had to pick a recipe that really expressed the cannabis culture, or at least what I thought represented the cannabis culture. So without further ado, let's get ready for the recipe portion of Pot the Confused. Welcome to another recipe portion of Pot the Confuse. So, in doing this recipe this week, talking about the cannabis culture, I really had to think about what recipe I thought was reflective of the cannabis culture. And what did I narrow it down to? The cheeseburger. Oh, come on, shut the f- but not just any cheeseburger. We're going to step it up a notch on this recipe portion. And we're going to be making a pimento cheese double smash can of burger. Shut your mouth. Booyah. I mean, come on now. If I was on a show, Guy Fuerti, I would be like, this is taking us to Flavortown, baby. You know? And that's what we're going to be doing. Let's take this to Flavortown. We're going to be doing a couple of things here. Okay? We're going to be doing an infusion method. We're going to be making canna mayo. Yes, we are. So, let's jump into this recipe. We know that we're going to be needing a griddle. You're going to be needing a frying pan. You want yourself a nice, good metal spatula because you are going to be smashing this burger. You're going to need a bowl so that you can make your pimento cheese. And, of course, you're going to be needing a bowl so that you can mix your ground beef mixture, okay? Now, I have a hack for you people. If you want to step this up a notch, then you can take seven grams of your flour of choice, ground finely, and mix that in with four tablespoons of melted butter. Pop it in the oven at 250 degrees for two hours. Let it come out, let it cool, and then you can take that and incorporate it into your meat however much you choose, you know? Just incorporate that wee butter that's all finely decarmed and everything into your ground meat, and you can step your infusion up another notch by infusing the meat itself if you choose. If not, this recipe is going to have quite a bit of cannabis and other areas in it that'll do you just fine. So don't worry. Now, we're going to be needing 600 grams of ground meat. Now, come on, people. Get yourself a scale. If you're baking or cooking, it is just so much easier to weigh your shit out. And it, you know what? It makes you not fuck it up. So, come on. Let's do this. We're going to need 600 grams of 
meat, ground beef. We're gonna need four brioche buns. We're gonna need some butter lettuce, some tomato, some pickles, okay? And we're gonna go ahead and add an egg into that ground meat. And if you choose to do the extra infusion, you would add it here. We're not gonna season these, only because smash burgers are very thin, and when you salt and pepper them, it's gonna make them taste delicious. And then the pimento cheese has intense flavor all of its own. It's really not necessary to do anything but salt and pepper these burgers. So you're gonna add your egg, your extra infusion if you're deciding to go that route, and you're gonna go ahead and divide these into 75 grams uh, the, and roll them into balls, like meatballs. And you're gonna put them in the refrigerator because you want cold meat on a hot pan. And don't let nobody tell you any other way. That's how it's done, okay? So now we're gonna move on to our mayonnaise because we're gonna need this mayonnaise to make our pimento cheese. And also don't forget to put some can of butter to the side for you to be able to butter your brioche buns and toast them as well. We'll be doing that right before we put the meat on the pan. So you are gonna be wanting yourself about four teaspoons of butter so that you can go ahead and put that on the brioche each person's bun. So keep that in mind as well. Now, we're gonna be making Duke's Mayo. And I went over multiple recipes to make sure that I had this correct. But if we're going to be making the pate of the South, then why would we use any other mayonnaise other than Duke's? Because if you were in the South and you pulled out some damn Hellman's to make some pimento cheese, you would probably, more than likely, get told about yourself. So... We're gonna be making Duke's Mayo. Now, if you're using an emulsion machine, emulsion blender, there's gonna be one way to do this. If you're gonna be using a hand mixer, there's gonna be another way to do mayonnaise because you wanna make sure you don't break your eggs. Listen, it is a take your time thing. You cannot rush mayonnaise, and that's just it. If you don't rush, you can't fuck it up, okay? Take your time, especially if you're gonna be using the hand mixer. So let's go ahead and get into the ingredients that we're gonna be needing to make the Duke's mayonnaise. We're gonna be needing one tablespoon plus one teaspoon of white vinegar. We're gonna be needing two teaspoons of apple vinegar, apple cider vinegar. We're gonna need one egg, and we're going to be needing one cup plus two tablespoons of canna-infused vegetable oil, two pinches of paprika, three-fourths teaspoon of salt. And for my vegetable oil, I use seven grams of cannabis flour broken up over one and two tablespoons of the vegetable oil. But if you choose to increase your flour uh, for intensity purposes, you know, it's your roll. I'm just a nut, so let's go. Now, mayo takes as long as mayo takes. You're going to incorporate your white vinegar, your apple cider vinegar, and your egg. You're gonna season at the end, okay? 
Um, you're also going to put that all together, mix it up. Then you're going to, now this is the mixer method. The emulsion method is gonna be different, but the mixer method, you're gonna do the white vinegar, apple vinegar, the egg, and you're gonna mix that together. Then you're gonna come with the blender and you are going to slowly add your vegetable oil, okay? You wanna let your white vinegar and your apple cider vinegar and egg kind of like sit and kind of hang out together for about a minute before you go in with the oil and the hand mixer. But once it sits, you go in with the hand mixer slowly over medium speed. You don't wanna go, you can go a little medium high if you like at times once it starts to incorporate in its mix, but you wanna take it slow, all right? For the first 30 seconds, take it extremely slow. Once you see that it begins to cream up, then you can move faster with the blender. Once you see that you have yourself mayonnaise, okay? You'll add your two pinches of paprika and your salt, mix that together, and you're all good to go. You have mayonnaise. If you're doing the emulsion blender method, then what you're gonna do is put your white vinegar, your apple vinegar, and your egg all into the bottom. You're gonna put your paprika and your salt on top, and you're gonna let that hang out 30 seconds. Then you're gonna add all your oil to the top of that. Let that hang out for about 30 seconds to a minute. Then you can stick the emulsion blender all the way to the bottom in the center. Don't move it, turn it on, don't move it. Once you see it start to cream up in the bottom, you rock it left to right slowly until it starts to create mayonnaise, you'll see it. Once it's all cream at the bottom, you slowly bring your immersion blender upwards and you'll slowly see it from the bottom coming up creating mayonnaise. Just do it slowly and you can't mess it up, okay? So, after you're done making your mayonnaise, you're gonna move over to your pimento cheese, baby. And this is where all the flavor comes into play. So we're gonna be roasting one jalapeno, scraping out the seeds, scraping the seeds when it's done. And we're gonna be chopping that up finely, one jalapeno. We're gonna get four ounce jar of pimentos, okay? Pimentos are nothing but a sweeter red pepper. They are delicious. We're gonna make sure that those are drained. Four ounces of pimento. We're gonna need eight ounce cream cheese, okay? It needs to be softened, room temperature, so it can be easily incorporated with the other cheeses. We're gonna need two eight ounce blocks of cheese, extra sharp and sharp cheddar. No pre-shredded cheese, it has this powder shit on it that doesn't allow for your mayonnaise to stick so that the shredded cheese doesn't stick in the bag. If you use already shredded cheese, you're gonna mess it up. You must shred your own cheese, people. Come on, we can do it. So you need extra sharp and sharp. You want to do the extra sharp cheese on a small grater. You wanna do the sharp cheese on a large grater. Trust me, those different sizes is gonna make a so much of a difference 
and how it melts and everything at the end. Oh, I'm trying to tell you, trust and believe, trust and believe. We're gonna need a half teaspoon of onion powder, half teaspoon of garlic powder. We're gonna need a tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce. And we're also going to need a half teaspoon of cayenne, okay? We're gonna also need one cup of that can of mayonnaise that we just made. Mm, you see how it's coming together, people? So let's go. You want to start with the cream cheese because you want to cream it. Now, if you want to use your blender for this to cream your cream cheese because it's already out for making the mayonnaise, you know what? God bless you. Do it. Go ahead. Make your life easier. You know, but you want to make sure that this cream cheese is blended. You want to mix that together with the one cup of the can of. You want to then add the half teaspoons of the onion powder, garlic powder, your Worcestershire. You want to add your cayenne to it. And you want to go ahead and add that finely diced roasted jalapeno and your pimentos. Mix that all together. Make sure it's well incorporated. Once that's well incorporated, you can add your two cups, your two eight ounces that you shredded up of your cheeses. Add that together and you go ahead and mix that incorporated well. That's your pimento cheese. You can use some of this on the burgers tonight and then you can use some of it on some crackers whenever you like as a delicious snack which you, when you're watching TV and then of course eventually the TV will watch you but nevertheless it would be delicious so let's move on we have our pimento cheese we have our burgers now in the refrigerator we got our butter lettuce tomatoes and pickles all cut up in front of us and now we got our brioche bun and we let them that that can of butter sit out when we were softening the cream cheese so we're gonna go ahead and butter down the brioche buns and we're gonna go ahead and toast those first on the hot grill before we put the burgers on there so toast those brioche buns up real nice with the can of butter and then put those to the side and then you want to break out your burgers we're gonna break out those burgers I prefer to just use a griddle I buy it from the Walmart you know it works wonderful when you're doing large breakfasts multiple pancakes things of that nature it's a must-have in the kitchen if you don't want to have a regular griddle on your stove but nevertheless you can use a frying pan like I said it's your world it's your world so we're gonna have, go ahead and break out those burgers okay we're gonna put the cold meat on the hot pan and get a sizzle going and that spatula is gonna do the smashing for us so what we're gonna do we're gonna smash these burgers once they get into that thing we're gonna smash them out nice and thin and let them cook for two minutes on this side until it forms a nice crust underneath salt and pepper the opposite side before you flip and when you're ready to flip after those two minutes you want to make sure that you give a good scrape underneath that meat so you get all of that crusty goodness 
flip it over on the other side, give it another good smash so that you can get it nice and crusty. Remember, you need a hot frying pan for this one because you're only going to cook it two minutes on both sides. So you want it to create a nice crust. So you want to do this over a high heat, you know? And then once you got it on the other side, two minutes, you're going to take that off. You would have already had your nice nest of food you're gonna put a scoop of that pimento cheese on there put the burger put the other scoop of pimento cheese put the burger and we're gonna make sure that they go ahead and put the top or a lid or something over that burger so that they all melt together you're not gonna take it out the pan mind you you already have your burgers cooked they're flipped they're cooked on both sides salt and pepper you're gonna add like an ice cream scoop of a, you know a level not a heaping because you're gonna do two burgers ice cream half you know ice cream scoop of the pimento cheese the smash burger cheese and then you're gonna go ahead and put a lid on that so that that cheese can melt and that you form a nice crusty skirt around the bottom of that if you want you can put a little can of butter on that pan before you put the a lid or another pot on top to form a steam hood to melt that cheese what do that put that on the brioche buns over that nice bed of butter lettuce tomato and pickles with that you don't even need sauce if you want to put sauce you don't but the oozy gooeyness that that pimento cheese Creates with the butters on that brioche bun. Oh, shut your fucking mouth. This is good. Listen, don't come smacking me because I don't want y'all beating up on the chef because I'm telling you, you're going to want to smack me after this one. This is a delicious creation. And oh, what a wonderful way to infuse a burger. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that recipe. There will be pictures and a video on my Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and drop a video for this one since I'm caught up on uh, YouTube so that everyone can actually see the burgers. And thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Recipe Portion of Father Views.
really no fun. Well, that was another recipe portion. And let me tell you, that pimento burger, man, that thing. I mean, I made it because whenever I make my uh, infusions, I always make it for my sons. I've said that before. So whenever I make something, I need to make sure that it is delicious, not infused. Uh, so that way it'll be delicious infused. So uh, that thing was something lovely. But it's Saturday now and Saturday evening, once I'm done everything, is my one day a week that once I'm done all of my chores and duties, I will relax. So I will be doing the infusion uh, for myself and a couple of friends I'll share. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a deliciously relaxed evening this evening. Yes, it is. And uh, as I was telling you before, I have the Pothica's Playhouse that I am going to be doing uh, with King's Art Gallery, uh, my friend, ready from ape gang that's going to be a wonderful event come june but uh before then my boy snacks and dj j ski and teray and from what i hear buck wow is going to be in the house and it's going to be art uh art laugh and gas and this is going to be a 420 event in jersey that i will be vending at I'm going to be the only baked edible vendor there. So this is going to be a wonderful way to just push that uh, event uh, that I'm going to be having on in June. That's going to introduce the, my V123 menu, which is virgin and infusion levels one, two, and three, because everybody should be included in the cannabis culture. As I said before, you may not smoke weed, but don't front. Your weed smoker community is the funniest motherfuckers you know. Period. Period. So on that note, please go to pothica.com. Listen, it the website is still the same. You can see my artwork. You can see some of the things that I do make. I will be adding some other things on there. I know I've said that the last couple shows, but man, oh man, oh man, this uh, new podcast thing, it does take time for you to learn all of the equipment and to make the time to really do this and do your research and make infusions. I've taken on a lot here, especially with me now doing the 420 event, especially now with me doing uh, the uh, Pothicus Playhouse event that's going to be happening in June. But listen, people, we're here. We're doing it. And I ain't going to stop, you know. So thank you for having me, Cannabis Culture. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Please stay tuned. There will be more episodes. The next episode is in two weeks. So thank you once again for joining me on another episode of Pothic Infused.
Gray skies are gonna clear up, put on a happy face. Brush off the clouds and cheer up, put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy, it's not your style. You look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Pick out the pleasant outlook, stick out that noble chin. Wipe off that full of doubt look, slap on a happy grin. 